Star Wars 7x7 episode 1983. Yep, that's the same year as the release of Return of the Jedi, and so I'm going to continue my series of looks at family dynamics in the Star Wars movies with Return of the Jedi. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So just the brief refresher, when I was putting in the application to do the TED Talk that I did last month, Lonnie asked me what Star Wars is about, like what I would tell an audience or what the main themes were, and I said hope and family is my gut reaction. And I talked about hope at length in the TED Talk, but family... A bit, but, you know, not as a theme in Star Wars. And so that's what we're doing on these episodes. And again, thank you to Fred Butler, who is a patron of the show, who was the first person to suggest to me the notion of doing something different and unique on the episode numbers that coincided with the release years of these movies. He was the first. A few other folks did too. So thank you to everybody who suggested it. It definitely got me thinking in that direction. And so today, 1983, we are talking about Return of the Jedi. And this is the movie where we find out for real, is Darth Vader really Luke Skywalker's father? Well, from a certain point of view, and I will say that Mark Hamill's reaction to that line, you know, I wonder how many takes they did because, man, he could have been like, from a certain point of view, like, I mean, he could have really hammed that up and he kind of dialed it down. That was an interesting dramatic choice or an interesting directing choice, but... I just, you know, I gotta give Mark Hamill kudos because in the scene where Yoda dies and Yoda has to deliver that last bit of information, he has so much to deliver to him about, you know, not following his father's footsteps and about there being another Skywalker and then he dies and they cut to Mark Hamill's expression around all this and he has to process finding out that there's another Skywalker and that Yoda's dying and like this is major stuff and I think he really handles it very well. I mean it's a really complex set of emotions that he has to process all at once and you know he does a fantastic job. But there's a bit of nuance that is lost on Luke in all of this. It's that Yoda says that he has to confront Vader and Obi-Wan says that you can't avoid your destiny, you must face Darth Vader again. All they're saying is that he has to actually confront him, but every time Luke hears this, he says, I can't kill my own father. So in Luke's mind, he has to kill Darth Vader, and so he can't process this. But that's not what Obi-Wan and Yoda have been saying. And so, you know, it's kind of funny then when you get that final climactic scene in the Death Star where he has Vader beaten down, and realizes, oh, wait a minute, this is the wrong path, but then he throws his lightsaber away, and he's like, ha, I'm a Jedi. Like, he just figured it out. Like, I had to beat Darth Vader. I didn't have to kill him. I just had to defeat him in combat. So, <laughs> yeah, it seems like he was a little bit late to the party and the realization on that one. And speaking about late realizations, um, how about no realization, in a way, or at least no admitted realization on Darth Vader slash Anakin's part. I have a daughter? No. <laughs> He's like, sister, so you have a twin sister. And then tell your sister you were right about me. Tell your sister you were right. Not my daughter? 
Ugh, yeah, you know, in retrospect, like, shucks, I wish he had said daughter in one of those lines. So, uh, you know, Disney, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> see if you can get somebody to redo that line because, you know, hey... <laughs> I guess that's what we do with Star Wars, right? Just kidding, of course. And, you know, it's not Disney, by the way, that's doing it. Apparently, you know, that whole business about more changes with the movies before they got to Disney+, Plus. apparently that was stuff that Lucas did or asked about or something like that. Like the McClunky thing where Greedo gets cut off in what he's saying when he gets shot by On Solo in this revision of the 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 shot first scene in the cantina right so i don't think there's actually been any quote-unquote disney changes there's just been changes before it got on to disney plus but i think they're still all attributable to lucas at this point but i'm digressing because you know speaking of the other familial realizations when luke tells leia that she is his sister you know there's the you know i've known somehow i've always known and that's great but there's not the attendant realization that that means she's also Darth Vader's daughter in that moment, right? She's already heard from Luke that Darth Vader is Luke's father, and so, you know, she has the typical expected horrified reaction, but when he says, you're my sister, she doesn't go, oh, I knew all along. Oh, Vader's my dad? Oh, you're my brother. Oh, Vader's my dad, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess there's only so much of this stuff you can fit in the movie in the moment dramatically, right? But <laughs> yeah, it kind of struck me because, you know, when you watch it with a certain point of view in mind, when you're looking for these sorts of things, then yeah, these other little situations pop up and you're like, huh. But there is one really cool bit about their interaction that I will share with you, not just yet, that'll be after the break, but I did also want to call attention to the moment on Endor when Luke has been turned you know, over to Vader and they're having the conversation. He says like, yeah, I know, I accept the truth that you're Anakin Skywalker. And he's like, that name doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Like, <laughs> shutting down to that. It was very dad-like to begin with, but there's the one moment where Vader says, it's too late for me, son. And that moment, just when you're looking at it through the lens of family, is just so incredibly touching. Because for as brutal and cold as Darth Vader has been, and for the most part during this scene is, right? Like, that's the one moment. That's where things start to break. Like, where you see the metaphorical crack in the armor, right? And then Luke giving him the guilt trip of, you know, then my father is truly dead. Ooh, right? I mean, that's a perfect thing for, I guess he would be 23 years old, right? For a 23-year-old kid to be saying to his dad beat dad who hasn't been around and turns out to be evil, right? That's a great way to stand up to him. All right, now I'm going to take that break and then when we come back, that other little tidbitty thing about Luke and Leia's conversation that I thought was you know, a rather beautiful moment and a very subtly delivered thing too, so hang on for that. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. 
Welcome back. So that very first moment when Leia follows Luke out of the hut in Bright Tree Village and she says, you know, what's wrong, what's going on? And he says, you know, what do you remember about your mother, your real mother, right? And she takes that question in stride and gives us some thought. So here's the thing about that question. Nowhere in Star Wars, aka A New Hope, or The Empire Strikes Back, or up till this point in Return of the Jedi, at no point have they talked on screen about being adopted, right? So Luke has never said, hey, Leia, you know I'm adopted? And Leia's never said, oh, Luke, you know, I'm adopted too. What do you know? So, like, that conversation has never happened on screen, and yet it's given as a given in this moment. Now, we already knew that Luke was adopted. I mean, you know, we knew his father was dead <laughs> from a certain point of view. And he was raised with his aunt and uncle. We never heard anything about his mother until this scene in Return of the Jedi when he says he has no memory of his real mother. But as far as Leia goes, it's actually much more complicated than that. The only reference to Leia's parents that we have at all leading up to this point is when she says that she's trying to deliver Obi-Wan Kenobi to her father on Alderaan. So... As far as we know, that's her real father. Now, at the time, there was one Expanded Universe novel, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, that had Luke and Leia in it, and 80 issues of the Marvel comic series, so it's entirely possible that somewhere in there they talked about Leia's adoption, and so that information was out there before Return of the Jedi came out, but I would also suggest that that's a very small subset of the overall Star Wars audience, so most people probably had no sense of that going in. And so, narratively speaking, there's actually a chunk of time within Return of the Jedi where you could logically believe that, in A New Hope, Leia was actually going to be delivering Obi-Wan Kenobi to Darth Vader. Right? Because she said, I'm bringing him to my father. And then Luke finds out from Obi-Wan that Leia's his twin sister, which means that Darth Vader's her father. And we don't know that there is a biological father and an adopted father, or a real father, you know, if you want to put it that way. So, yeah, there is a chunk of time where it does seem like that's possible. And so, this line that Luke says, you know, what do you remember about your mother, your real mother, that ultimately opens up the situation of, oh, she's adopted and there were biological parents that she's no longer connected with. So that kind of clears up a, a very twisted bit of logic that starts to unfold in the movie at that point. That's never something that I'd thought about until I looked at the movie through this lens from a certain point of view, if you will. And I hope that's an interesting new twist on things for you as well. So. There you go. That is going to do it for our look at family stuff in Return of the Jedi. And yes, this means that we won't be talking about it again until episode 1999 for The Phantom Menace. But for now, <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.